Hello humans, hello humans. Outward bound. Got chores done, gotta get back. We've got a lot of work. We're taking down trees and doing um, uh, work around the property. Just as an aside, all of the um, climate change idiots that say, oh no, you can't burn trees for energy. Uh, it's like, you can't burn wood for energy. Uh, it's like, guys, uh, trees have a finite lifespan, um, depending on the species and stuff, of course. And when their lifespan is done, uh, they rot out, fall over, damage um, uh, other trees, and uh, become uh, fuel for forest fires. And so if we don't log, nature will burn the trees for us. And so, in my way of thinking, it's better we take them down, keep the forest nice and, and uh, stable for the uh, wildlife, um, and uh, use them as energy, right? Uh, and, and supplies, like, you know, fence wood and all that kind of stuff, making houses and shit. Anyway, though, so, uh, they don't understand this, uh, the uh, climate change nut jobs. Uh, there, this is actually at the core of what I wanted to talk about today, because we keep... Uh, walking around this, so to speak, in all of our activities, we, um, as a social order, uh, especially infiltrated with the um, communists, have no uh, future, all right? So communism is without future. Um, almost by definition, uh, part of communism is to convince you that you are just a blob of protoplasm, um, and they can do with you as you they choose, and that there is no future for you. There's nothing greater for you than being a blob of protoplasm. And so they, um, they inculcate this idea such that you will then accept them controlling you. Because, because if you think you're, you know, a great warrior, hey, you're going to fight. Okay. Great warriors have futures. They have hope, right? They have hope of change and a, um, and a future. Whereas, Communists, socialists, uh, trannies, um, you know, none of these people have any, and climate crisis people are all focused on, on no future. They have no future. Um, and nothing will change for them, right? And so uh, the tranny is oppressed, thinking they're being genocided, and their minds are all twisted by the Munchausens, and they have no hope, no expectation for any change for their condition. So they may as well continue being batshit crazy, right? There's no relief. There's no, uh, nothing greater than their suffering. And, and that's the, the case of the climate change people, right? They think we're all doomed. They think that they're the great social justice warrior trying to save all of humanity. They don't characterize it that way, right? They characterize it as saving the planet from humanity. That's how twisted their uh, understanding of reality is. So climate change people are every bit as fucked up as the trannies mentally and by the same individuals, by the same uh, Kazarian mafia propagandists. Um, and towards the same effect, the removal of a future, the removal of hope for positive change. Um, this, by the way, is at the core of uh, the 
training issues. It's at the core of the um, climate change. It's at the core of racism. Um, it's, it is the Democratic Party's agenda to remove the future from you. Thus, their attention on killing abortion with these terrible abortifacts, these drugs, what they do to the women's bodies is, is atrocious. Uh, you know, it should be... Uh, so, here's the thing. Uh, someone should put forth a bill that says that the manufacturers of, of abortifact pills should be held to the same level of liability as our gun manufacturers. So, here in, the, in Washington State, they're trying to take away the assault weapons, which is like, well, what are the trannies going to do if they can't get their AK-47s? Kind of short-sighted on the part of the socialist communists. Uh, but these Marxists don't think right anyway. But they're trying to hold um, gun manufacturers liable for the actions of the gun in the hand of someone else. So this would be akin to uh, you being able to sue the maker of the car because the guy... Uh, had a accident and struck you with the car. So it'd be that you could sue whatever, you know, Ford or Toyota or something and hold them accountable for the, uh, for the evil act that was done with their product. So this isn't going to fly. It's a lawyer's works bill. It would so overturn everything that then you would be able to apply for compensation because the abortifact had damaged you as well as killing your child. That's what's supposed to do um, the killing of the child, but it's not supposed to damage you. But nonetheless, you would be able to hold them liable for that product performing. And so um, this, is, this is part of the no future thing, right? They don't want you to have any hope for change because that is an essential difference um, in humans. It is so essential that there's a large category of humans, uh, if you remove hope from the future from them, start early with uh, their childhood education. And oh, by the way, evil Patty Murray, uh, senator from Washington State, is actively working for a bill that at a federal level that would do what they're doing at the state level here, which is to try and get all three and four-year-olds into schools. Okay, to, so that you don't, and they're, they're selling it as daycare, but, but it's mind control. They want to warp your kids starting at three years old. They want to convince them that they're some other gender. And so they, they want to basically pay you to give them your child so that you don't have child care costs or hassles. And, you know, it's another evil plot. Our senator, I used to think she was a normie. Now I'm convinced she's part of the Kazarian Mafia, willingly, knowingly, etc., right? And so she's an evil, evil shit. But in any event, though, so if you take away, there's this big category of humans. Like maybe it's maybe a third of all people. Uh, Lin Biao, in his uh, examination of the uh, mind control tortures that were done on American soldiers that were captives in the Korean War, uh, discovered that that a big tranche of people. Um, without hope, uh, will willingly kill themselves one way or another. And so if you have no hope, uh, maybe a third of the, of the populace will easily slide into addiction um, with the intent of eventually waking up dead from an overdose. 
they it, it is it truly is their intention they have no hope for change there's no hope for anything positive in their future there is only that day-to-day grind of, of the sameness of their suffering with no relief and the way in which our legislature legislator works legislators work here they create and all you know all the Democratic uh, legislator, but even the Republicans, when they're stupid, uh, you know, when they're uh, normies, they don't really grasp what's going on. And so you've got, uh, in our state here, you've got legislators that are attempting to get housing passed for these, uh, these housing bills to try and cure homelessness, not realizing, probably, that the homelessness was engineered by uh, Inslee and the communists in their takeover of our school system 40 years ago and engineering uh, engineering, uh, the lack of hope in all of the classrooms because they are not teaching you that you are uh, a a human potential greatness, uh, you know, you could be a Beethoven or whatever, right? They're just saying you're a lump of, a stupid lumpen protoplasm that, you know, you're you're just damn lucky that your mother didn't kill you in in the womb and now we got to deal with your ass and um, and we even we don't like you much, right? So, um, uh, that's their whole approach. You've got no hope. There's no change, and so on. And this is what's really interesting to me, as part of all of my time studies and stuff. I ran across these rituals that the um, Kazarians had performed in 2001 uh, on 9/11, and these rituals were along with the attacks. Um, on the World Trade Center and so on, which was a controlled demolition. It wasn't really an attack. It was all planned, blah, blah, blah. Only 3,000 people out of the, um, uh, were killed in those buildings and that potentially could have had, uh, I think 83,000 occupants at any given time, uh, in the two buildings there. Um, but they had to get rid of them because they, they were, uh, uh, economic liability to the owners and so on and so on. It was this big ritual, but the ritual was to freeze time. And so these people have some understanding of magic and some understanding of the basis of our reality that they don't want you to know, right? So they want you to know the uh, stupid, dead, uh, grit glued together world uh, imagining of uh, Einstein and not the world in which they practice their magic, which is the control of energies because everything is frequency. Anyway, so they wanted to freeze time along with all of this. It's sort of half-assed worked. Um, it held it for a number of years. They got through Obama and that was about as long as it would hold. Um, anyway, so uh, their whole thing is to engineer away uh, the your hope for positive change. And they even denigrate other people that are that are attempting to aid your mind in a positive way by pointing out where there is hope for positive change. Uh, the bad guys will come along and say, ah, it's hopium, it'll never happen, blah, blah, blah. The idea being that they always want to crush your expectations for positive change in the future and turn you into a fentanyl addict so that you can be overdosed and gotten rid of. This um, central focus on a lack of hope is why secularism was uh, brought in. They had to separate the church from the state. First, they infiltrated the church, and then they caused protestism to to arise. And um, 
that bugged them because then all of a sudden uh, religion became decentralized and then they started having to think, oh, we got to do something now. And what they ended up having to do was to come up with secularism and all of the stuff to promote secularism such that you would allow that hope could be removed from your authority. And if you have authority, or if you have an authority without hope, an authority without an expectation of a positive outcome and an expectation of a a better outcome than the current state of affairs, uh, then they are always going to default to a bare adequacy for addressing the issues. This is what gets all the homeless people. All of our legislator people do everything they can thinking good thoughts that they're going to try and aid all of this, and all they do is increase the uh, problems for the people that are homeless because of the implementation process warping out any good idea, and most of the good ideas were sold to the legislature anyway so that they could be deliberately warped to continue the problem. And so you'll see, uh, you talk to homeless people, and you, you ask them about all the benefits and this kind of stuff, and if you really sit there and talk to them, they will tell you about their experiences in dealing with the system and how the system is always crushing them. There's never any um, active relief and there's always barriers to uh, within the system itself being set up by the nature of the implementation of the laws, barriers to its actual functioning such that the homeless situation never changes. And so anything you're going to do in housing, which will be killed by the death of the dollar here very shortly, uh, but anything you're going to do that way won't work because of the nature of the underlying uh, implementation problems that they've set up deliberately. The deep state, not the legislator guys, bear in mind they're normies. They don't grasp that they're just tools that they're being used. They're useful idiots. And so um, uh, the system has individual defeating properties built to built into it and the only way to escape it is to get out totally of the system so um and that's where we are now the system is crumbling and crashing because it depends on the dollar and they're not going to be able to shift us over to a digital currency the data sets started showing this in like 1997 uh, when it started talking about the uh, death of the dollar and that we were going to have three alternatives uh, brought out by the um, system people, all of which would be rejected or fail uh, due to rejection. It looks like they will be actively rejected by the populace. And um, uh, so we'll, we'll be moving on in something that is not a system and something that is uh, uh, growing and, and becoming um, an organic product on its own as it emerges. This is going to be a very interesting time. I'm going to personally love it. There's going to be all kinds of opportunity. Uh, the fact that the system will die in and of itself, no other aspect taken into consideration that will return hope to humans. Not necessarily the humans that are actively involved in their addictions and shit now, but to new humans, right? Because we won't have the uh, circumstances that allow the communists and the socialists to promulgate and, and wreck our system through gaming it once the system is gone. So that's their whole power structure now is that they control the money through the WEF and that they control the system. 
But once the system is gone, they're just a bunch of individuals with no power the way that anybody is, is an individual with no power, right? And so we get to a situation where it's going to be coming up pretty quick uh, where we will have an, as a, I'm, I'm, okay, so I'm speculating now that one of the ways that will manifest in our system death uh, will involve an, an irregular or alternative form of um, uh, self-governance. Okay, so as the system falls apart and people start uh, picking up the pieces and rebuilding their lives and putting their lives back together absent the system, we will come to a point where um, sound reasoning, uh, good reputation, and this kind of stuff will matter. And so we could have uh, everybody running around in chaos and our governor stands up and says, y'all go do this. And everybody's going to look at him and start throwing shit, right? Because they'll recognize that he did this, that he caused this. But some guy just standing in the corner of a crowd that everybody knows is a sound thinker and a, and a, a smart bastard willing to do shit, everybody will go and start paying attention to him. And so by, by a, a default mechanism of no one listening to them, our current uh, political structure is going to... Um, uh, get their nads cut off, right? They're gonna so we're gonna cut the dick off of the um, a Democrat Party here, or we won't have to. Actually, what will happen is that the death of the money is gonna gonna uh, neuter, turn eunuchs, uh, turn these guys into eunuchs. The entire Democratic Party uh, nationally. It'll also do this to the WEF. Uh, it'll destroy their global system. It is being destroyed now. It's actually crumbling all around us. And this is really an exciting time to, to live. It's uh, slow. You know, I wish it would move faster. wish it would be a little bit more dramatic. But I think we're building towards that. So this is cool. Uh, the economic aspect of it um, and the returning of hope to the system. So we'll return to hope to the system as the school system fails. Our, our national... Okay, so the federal government puts out money as a bribe. They're controlled by the WEF. They've been controlled by the WEF for decades and decades, the Uniparty, et cetera, et cetera. And they want to control your kids. So what they do is they put out bribes to the states in these good-sounding programs uh, to get people to go along with them and let their kids um, uh, be part of these guys' um, activities. See if I can't pause this for a minute. I'm gonna do something here. Okay, back again. Okay, so the mechanism by which our system is gonna come unglued is going to, um, as I say, it's gonna uh, remove power from the legislators. And I don't know what they're gonna do, right? The government, state government's gonna run into severe problems. Uh, state and federal agencies will have uh, money and budget and allocations, but they won't be able to buy anything, right? Uh, Ten cent part for, a, uh, you know, a device they need to repair. All of a sudden, the part goes off contract because the price escalates to $4.80 as the dollar dies. And even if they had the $4.80, they don't have the legal authority to uh go off contract and buy these things. And so the, everything's going to have to be an emergency. 
And so all of the legislature from, well, probably in our state, they, they're getting done here. They're, um, they're a part-time legislator, right? Legislature, we don't have full-time guys. And so they're get, wrapping up the session here. And then they go home for summer and, and fall, and then they come back a little bit, and then we have elections and shit. Anyway, um, that ain't going to happen this year. They're going to go, that's for sure, and they will be called back. So we will have emergencies, financial, fiscal emergencies that will hit the federal government and our state all through summer. And it's going to cause these legislators absolute fits because they'll have to vote on stuff that they can't pay for. And, and uh, they'll start having to make hard decisions. They're going to cut into everybody's programs. Uh, and their idea of perpetually spending more money every single uh, biennium, biennium uh, over the last is gone. So our entire um, systemic social order uh, is, is based and promulgated and functions on... A Federal Reserve note, which is dying. So what are they going to do? There's been no uh, discussion of the reality of the death of the dollar, de-dollarization and all of that. There's no realistic discussion of what the state's going to do. There's no um, open debate or acknowledgement of uh, any of these kind of things uh, affecting us. It's as though they live in a uh, well, they're living in their narradigm that they've created, and unfortunately for them, their narradigm is 100% debt-based, uh, mind-control-based, and both of those are going to go away. Once the debt goes away, once the ability to print money goes away, you cannot bribe people, and they won't stay bribed for long. Bear in mind, everybody you ever bribed probably resents it. They probably don't want to be involved in it, Right. And at one level, they may take the money and so forth, but they know it's not good, and they will react uh, negatively to that money going away. And so they will spill the beans. They will do the things that you're paying them not to. And this is, this is where we're at at the moment. As I say, the unfolding, I think, um, so the last week in April is the prelude to the financial problems in May. And uh, they're developing already with the uh, Chinese pumping in vast quantities of credit. They may have expanded the uh, potential credit pool um, to a third of the size of the total economy. Usually it would run around a tenth. So they know something is happening and they are preparing for it. They're reacting uh, ahead of the events occurring. Unlike here where, you know, you... you you have a fixed, uh, dead view of the of the world in the future, so you don't react. You never uh, plan and, and take into account what's going on and this sort of thing. So, has our state in any way done anything to you know promote or get involved in cryptocurrencies? No, and it's because they're promoting the system and we're captured and yada yada yada. But but. Um, even so, the narradigm prevents them from even thinking about a disturbed future, which is where we're at right now. Again, it's all the shift from a hopeless world into a world with the hope for positive change. In fact, uh, the certainty of positive change I know it's a certainty because <laughs> we're so fucked up. We're so foobard 
that we can't go anywhere but towards a positive change, right? Uh, even in some areas, a negative change is going to be a positive change. So, um, uh, so even though the dollar is dying, when the dollar dies, it's going to cut the fentanyl problem. Seriously, okay? The Chinese will be able to uh, to send us fentanyl forever, but they won't want to do it because there won't be a financial motivation. And so things are going to change with the Chinese economy as well as ours. If China goes into Taiwan, that will be the, the start of it. So I'm suspecting, based on the movements now, that the Chinese, that the CCP's interaction with the Taiwanese situation could go hot in the last week in April, but it may not, and it could bumble along like the way they're doing with the uh, vessel searches and all of these egregious uh, attacks on Taiwan as a social structure, as a social um, entity. Um, they could go on and into fall and so on. It would not based on the dollar death. So as the dollar dies, it may force the CCP to take action. The reason that is the uh, that they would be forced to take action has to do with the 87% of, of the entire global computer chip market going through Taiwan. And uh, the global computer chip market is the largest market on the planet. It dwarfs oil, it dwarfs the precious metals, it dwarfs lithium batteries, all of this kind of stuff, right? Uh, so computer chips are the largest market on the planet. Most of them go through Taiwan. As the dollar dies, the debt funding for every damn thing uh, fails. If it fails catastrophically with a uh, derivatives default or a bond default, which is the same thing, um, in an open fashion, then the CCP may have to take over, may be forced to do their activity then because of the impact on their military if they wait even a month or two months. Bear in mind that as the dollar dies, the Chinese economic system is going to go into a, a chaos, right? They will have as much problem paying their military as we will have paying ours absent um, the Federal Reserve note, okay? which So we go into debt in order to prop up and pay for our military that the, the, the mother weffers use to go and attack countries that they go and use to try and defeat communism, which they control and own. And it's just a scam, right? It's just to keep us fighting each other so that they're in control. Um, as this occurs, as the dollar death occurs over the course of this summer, uh, we will see, um, well, like, all things are going to be revealed, okay? Without the bribery, all of the evil acts will come out. Uh, they're already starting to come out in the form of the um, Act Blue uh, money laundering scheme across the U.S., all of these various different things that are showing up. We're, we're showing how corrupt and third world our, our country is. This is all due to the death of the dollar and their inability to effectively bribe people anymore. And it's going to get a lot fucking worse. Um, that will be the cool part for me because that will be huge positive change as all of the negative a uh, aspects of things come on out. The um, negative aspects are there. We just have blinders so that we don't see them. And 
for me, I'd rather see them and deal with them uh, than live in a world of the illusion that's put out by the communists, right? Uh, you know, they're they're really stupid. They're boring. Communism is boring. There's no hope in it. There's no future in it. We've seen this this show before. It was boring when we saw it before. There's no real need to replay it. It won't happen here, in spite of the fact that the, in spite of the effort and energy um, that the communists have put into this uh, takeover of the United States, it's not going to succeed. Not even for 40 or 50 years of, you know, uh, nominally communist USA. We are going to have trouble with the, all of the kids that are inherently socialist because of the education system, uh, we're going to have trouble with these guys uh, reacting to what's going to occur, right? They've had no uh, training in the real world. They've only lived in this illusion put out by the um, uh, infiltrated uh, education system here in the United States, the school system. And so these people are going to freak out because everything that they thought was real and true and factual in their world, which was, you know, men can become women, um, you know, CRT is true, um, you know, all of this bullshit. Um, they're going to have a hard comeuppance with reality. And a lot of them won't make it. So a lot of them will probably suicide just because it'll be too much uh, for them to take. On the other hand, I think we'll recover a lot of the people that are homeless once the system crashes. And it's that system that keeps supporting them in their uh, self-destructive behavior. And we're, we'll have all kinds of self-destructive behavior. We're going to have all kinds of people doing bad, nasty shit. But we just got to go through that uh, as the as the system comes unglued. And it's it's really cool to live in one of these major change points in uh, reality. And that this one is going um, into the age of Aquarius with the uh, uh, potential for new knowledge, etc., etc., etc. So Aquarius in and of itself is a period of time of... Uh, hope for potential positive change. And and they're basically trying to like deny the astral of it all. Um, anyway, we will re redo the education system. People will take their kids out of the USA school system. And so we'll have a another cohort. All right. So we've got a, right now, uh, more white males are not going to college than are going to college. Colleges are going to die. One of the primary reasons for colleges to exist is young uh, female and male interaction. If the young males are not at colleges, uh, even the women won't go there. So over at Evergreen State College, I am told it is four to one female to male in the science programs and six to one or, or greater, depending on which course, but six to one as a base female to male in the arts programs. And so, you know, might be pretty good for those horny guys there, uh, but it's not good for those women. So why the fuck are they going to Evergreen, right? Uh, do they really desire to turn into a blue-haired uh, alone person? Well, probably not. Uh, and so they're not going to be going to Evergreen next year. Maybe, you know, well, this time next year, maybe Evergreen won't exist as a functional institution. Without funding from the state and the feds, with all the programs gone, will they be able to attract students? Will they be able to function at all? Uh, they're debt-based like everybody else. They work on a debt instrument. And, and all that shit's fading. 
So anyway, uh, interesting times, lots of stuff getting done. Sorry to just natter on about all of the economics here. It's a, uh, it really, it's a um, dominating subject uh, because the whole, as I say, the whole of their system is predicated on the, on the debt. And of course, look, by the way, what debt does for your expectation of a positive change in the future. If every day you're just getting deeper in debt, you know, you're a wage slave. It's like that old song, you know, um, oh, I can't think of them, but every day, uh, you know, you're uh, deeper in debt and, and further behind. Uh, so the system itself is corrupted at its core. And anyway, all that's going to change. So all this is going to be quite positive, in my opinion. And um, and we're going to get into it. Um, so two weeks. So the last week in April is really shaping up for uh, dramatic uh, changes. Uh, you may not see it. Because you probably didn't see the Chinese plumping up their credit system yesterday, right? So unless you look for a lot of this stuff, you won't see it until it bursts out of its arena and takes over in the uh, public mind by going into the regular world, right? By going into the nature of um, uh, the system that gets reported on, the stuff that people talk about. So... uh Last week in April, first week in May are going to be very, very dramatic. They're going to set us up for the peak of the um, emotional outburst in, in intensity. The emotional response in intensity, the peak of that, uh, is going to appear in um, uh, the first 15 days of June. We'll reach that peak. And then we'll hold at that level for some considerable period of time. And that will be the difficult time for all of the normies because there won't be any relief. They won't go back to their old system They'll see that the system has changed and is literally crumbling in front of them, and they won't know what to do. And they've never thought about it, so they won't even have plans as to what to do. And that's when the major freakout comes, and that's when things are in a dynamic state of change, and we will see that change. And for for me, the change will be positive. Um It'll take a while, I think, for a lot of the people to understand how positive the changes are with the death of the dollar. So many people will see it as a negative, and it'll, it, they'll see it that way for years and years and years. Um, but some of us will be able to start telling everybody, hey, look, now, now that this is gone, you know, we don't have these problems, we can tackle this problem this way and get at these cheap solutions that the commies didn't want to look at, and they didn't want you to look at. So anyway, guys... Enough of the prattling on. I got a, <laughs> I got real work. You know that's the problem. Uh, everywhere I turn around, there's real fucking work. <laughs> so you guys go find some, so I don't have to do it. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs>